You are listening to Big Trouble and Little Podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. peeps and welcome to another edition of big trouble little podcast i am joe dubs i'm andy and we are here with our movie podcast where every bi-weekly since we do have a gaming podcast we pick a movie we watch it and then we come back here and we talk about it so usually we start off with uh andy what the hell you've been watching and i see you i have one movie and you have like bazillion again because the film struck Yep, just like last time. I, I finally, um, they, they announced that they are going to have a Criterion standalone streaming service next year. So I'm just not going to wait till then. But after that, I kind of like slacked off a little bit on watching my film truck movies. I still managed to watch like 33 movies in like 22 days or something like that. But um, I watched, on Filmstruck, I watched uh, Princess from the Moon, a Japanese movie from 1987. The Ascent, that's a Soviet movie. I flunked, but um, a silent Japanese movie. Brief Encounter, that's a British movie from the 40s. Mona Lisa, um, the 80s? I think it's British. It stars, um, oh my God, uh, Bob Hoskins. Uh, the Long Good Friday is also a movie starring Bob Hoskins. It's also British and from the set. Uh, the Testament of Dr. Mabuse, which is a Fritz Lang movie from uh, Germany in the 30s, 40s? It's the 30s, so it's the 30s, like 32 or something. Mm-hmm. And it like very much cemented a lot of uh, the tropes that we see in like brilliant um, criminals, like the mastermind criminal. Testament of Dr. Mabuse should be required viewing for anyone who's interested in comic book stories. The movie's great. Um, Shoulder Arms, that's a. Uh, 1918 it's kind of a short movie i guess it's from it's like 39 minutes but it's a charlie chaplin movie where his character the tramp fights in world war one um othello uh the 1951 one that orson wells did orson wells plays othello in blackface super distracting but the movie's good (laughs) a taste of cherry that is an iranian movie from the 90s i think uh the Cars That Ate Paris, that's an Australian movie, and it's uh, darkly hilarious. I loved that movie. Um, the Steel Helmet, that's an American movie. It was the very first movie to be made about the Korean War. And True Stories is a movie from 1986, uh, partially written and completely directed by uh, David Byrne, the front man for The Talking Heads. And then also, besides Filmstruck, I watched The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which I can't say enough good things about, and rewatched. Ghostbusters 2 and watch the Deep Space Nine. While we're on Ghostbusters 2, did you hear that Dan Aykroyd wants to make another Ghostbusters? Yeah, I think it's a mistake. Why is that? I, I Just stop. Just don't make those movies. You're, you're done. It's enough. I, I, I really feel like they need to redeem after that uh, Paul Feig uh, um, all-female cast to kind of show that like this is how you do a Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, but one of the original forecasts has died. I feel like that was the door closing. True. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe, like, doing it, showing that, like, oh, man, these dudes are old, why they're doing another Ghostbusters. But then I I would feel that you would have, like, the past... Actually, never mind. Come to think of it, like, passing the torch was kind of too late, and especially be with the all-female cast, they could have done it that way. If it was done right, and maybe if uh, uh, the director, you know, co- cooperated with uh, Dan Aykroyd, they could have done something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. A- a lots of people, lots of nerds on the internet get excited for that kind of thing, but I don't think either. I mean, I think it would be pretty nostalgic to see, you know, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and uh, 
I always forget the black guy's name. <laughs> Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Ernie Hudson. Uh, to to go into the suits again and do some, you know, old school '80s comedy, and you know, then again, that would probably not work in today's age. But no, I don't think it would come out the same. Maybe it would. I don't know. Uh, Ghostbusters 2 gets a bad rap, I feel like. When I was re-watching it, I started realizing that, like, the main story, like, the main A plot is kind of dumb, but everything else in that movie is perfect. Like, the gags and the characterization and all the side nonsense and the acting and, I don't know, like, the rest of the movie is perfect. It's just, the main plot's kind of dumb. It, like, Vigo provides some hilarious moments and stuff, but it lacks something. Yeah. And also yeah. the stuff with the Statue of Liberty is a little funky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first one will always have my heart. Um, yeah, the, fir- the first one is like one of the most perfect movies ever made, though. So, I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, the second one where, you know, they go into the sewer and they see, like, there's the slime and stuff, which it, which is interesting. Like, it's totally different. Um, but I just didn't dig the whole, you know, dude in the painting and the the painter was like his servant kind of thing, and I, I, it just didn't click with me. And uh, yeah, it just it was to me it was like focusing way too much on Bill Murray, and I felt like the first one, like yeah, you had Bill Murray in the front, but you know you had the other guys that were you know clicking off of each other. Um, I love Deep Space Nine, by the way. Are you going through a lot of Star Trek, I'm guessing? I, it's just, I needed something that wasn't a movie, and I, I, what had I watched? I'd seen something on YouTube, or listened to a podcast or something, where they talked about Star Trek. I was like, oh man, I need to go back to Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the, the series just got really serious. I'm in season five, and, um, I guess spoilers for this two decades old TV show, but I'm in season five, and, um, the... The Cardassians just aligned with the um, the Dominion, and the Klingons all came back into Federation space. And, and uh, yeah, that was the last thing that happened. Very sounded like you said the Kardashians. I'm like, oh man, they made it to deep space. <laughs> that would that would be a funny race, the Kardashians. Um. My movie list is not as long as Andy's, but uh, while at work, I was watching Mystery Science Theater 3000, and can't really say I, I love watching bad movies and watching them commentate on it and make some jokes. Uh, the first, one of the first episodes is Mac and Me, right? Yep. That's weird. That's That seems like so recent for them to rip. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like when they do like a little even like when it hits the late 80s early 90s movies uh if it's a real bad movie that like the the budget and it's terrible i'll I'll, uh allow it but if it's like too recent to the point of just like oh man they have hd cameras and stuff i i just don't want that (laughs) i mean they can make they can make just about anything funny like if they wanted to risk whatever something that came out this year i can't think of anything That'd be fine. I'd probably still watch it out of curiosity. It'd be, it'd be fun, but it doesn't seem like it's in the spirit of the original show. Mm-hmm. Have they ever done a rift on uh, The Room? Well, not as Mystery Science Theater, but a lot of the people who are involved with it have done The Room, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta listen to their uh, their tape on it. Cause... I think it was Rift Tracks? I think. I wouldn't swear to it. Because that movie is so ridiculous, I, I want to hear all their opinions and their jokes that they throw at that movie. I, I bet it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, you know, I I do love you know the the robots and uh, Felicia Day and Pat Oswalt. They do the funny in betweens before they show the movie. They do a good job. They 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 lived for the. Um, the moment of like just like in the 90s how they do it so i'm glad they keep up with that other than that i think we should get into our movie of the week now andy we did traded or i chose traded and uh we watched it this week 
I wish we could have traded it for another movie. Oh, you didn't like it? Not terribly. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I didn't notice the time, by the way, when I texted you on Facebook. Because yeah. I said, uh, you watched this movie yet? Because I watched the first, like, ten minutes. Yeah, because it was, like, two in the morning. Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, this acting is not that great in the beginning. No, I, that, uh, I mean, I hate to say I'm glad a little boy died, but I'm glad he wasn't in the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, the kid, it, I mean, I, I, it's not fair because he didn't have a big role in it, and I, I'm pretty sure he would have been annoying anyway throughout the whole film. But um, just his voice was annoying, and he just felt out of place in this setting. There was a lot of things that was out of place in this setting. I felt I like. Feel like I feel like whoever wrote this movie kept like forgetting what they were doing, or they kept getting bored with with plot strings or ideas. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like they lost one kid, and that's supposed to like be like I'm not losing another kid. They should not want to lose their daughter anyway. Like, they don't need addition. You don't have to set up your characters to want to not lose their daughter. That's not something that you're required to do. I understand that parents love their children and want to protect them and have them around. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why there was the whole prologue of they also have a son and he gets bitten by a snake and dies. And so now they're. It's not even that they're extra protective of the daughter. It's like five days later when the rest of the movie happens. Yeah. Did you like that comparison in the beginning? Is like, we ended slavery, but it never left. Prostitution is still... Uh, prostitution Prostitution is the new slavery. I'm like... The world's oldest profession. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just like, okay. Uh, so I guess prostitution is going to have to do with this movie. And you watch in the beginning of the movie where you just see this random guy and his family and the daughter wants to go to a dance and the mom tells the son to go get some honey for the apple pie and a rattlesnake out of nowhere just (laughs) fucking kills the boy. (laughs) Yeah, he can't hear the snake even though it's like super loud. At least in the the sound mix it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe someone screwed that up in post and it was supposed to be like a stealthier snake. Man. Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. You start walking us through the plot of this movie because it's very possible someone's going to listen to this and not have heard, not have watched the movie, which I wouldn't blame them. Well, the whole plot, the whole, of, the whole plot of the movie is pretty much um, like how, how I was explained in the beginning. The daughter wanted to go to a dance, then the 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 son dies, and then the mom kind of goes crazy in a way because she doesn't want her because the daughter's like, oh, I'm going to a lake. I'm going to go fish. And he's like, no, you're going to can tomatoes with me, trying to be like protective to make sure the daughter's always around in sight so that they don't nothing bad happens to her. Yeah. And because, you know, they're, she's so overprotective, uh, she she runs away and, uh, and finds a job pretty much I guess trying to get out of the household and live on her own live live on her own they kind of don't go into detail about that she just disappears yeah it's like the next morning as far as I can tell mm-hmm and I'm like it's they didn't really show that it was that bad besides you know her not going to the lake so I'm like what was the motivation of her leaving Listen, she got slapped in the face I mean this is the you know the 1800s like parents show that they were more dominant than the children it's not like today where you know they children scream and stuff and get away with it i still thought it was funny that she's 17 in it and she leaves home it's like well she was gonna leave home anyway soon i mm-hmm. well, I, I, I guess if she'd have been any younger it would have made the plot even more uncomfortable you know prostitution and stuff yeah and um what really threw me off was the mother and the daughter because they almost looked like they were the same age and yeah i i thought that several times too and uh i really didn't like well i'm getting ahead of myself the plot pretty much she runs away uh 
then you learn from a few people that the father meets along the way that she's going to Wichita. I'm saying it right, right? Wichita. I don't know how to say it. But she went oh, to. They wind up in Dodge City, and in between, there's somewhere. I can't remember. Yeah. So you find out that she's going to be like a Harvey girl, and the father goes to the Harvey girl place, and she's not there, and you find out that, uh, she went with this guy that uh, kind of like a recruiter for um, finding young girls to be in prostitution. <coughs> and then you find along the way that uh, it went from one guy to another guy because he traded her. Get it? Traded like the title of the movie for uh, a bell for his uh, fire department. Uh, title drop. Woo! <laughs> By the way, side note, Trace Atkins, not that bad. I thought he... Yeah, I, I expected it to be really bad, but he's, he's actually a pretty talented actor. Like, you know, he wasn't the, he wasn't the best ever, but man, he really surprised me. Mm -hmm. Can I say I wish he was the main band, bad guy and not uh, uh, what was Tom it? Arnold. Uh, no, Tom Sizemore. As... Sizemore, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever. LaVoy. Yeah, I have to admit, I didn't realize it was him for like two scenes. I was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, they made him like short, fat, and like, it didn't sound like him either. I guess because he was trying to be Western a little bit. Yeah, he was doing like an accent thing, kind of weirdly, but. Mm -hmm. um, also, Chris Christopherson is in this movie. He's a bartender. And he I think those are all the people of uh, with with names. Yeah. Oh, and there was another one, Martin Cove, the fucking guy from Karate Kid. Uh, oh, right, yeah, the the bad guy, the guy who runs Cobra Kai, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was banging his daughter, who was ugly and had yellow teeth and looked like she was getting scabs from radiation. Yeah, the people who, okay, the, the casting of this movie, as far as the men go, not that bad. The casting for the women, fucking awful. Like, mm -hmm. like like we were saying, the daughter and the mother look almost the same age. Um, girl, the character of Girl, is supposed to be ugly, I guess, but it's clearly just like an okay-looking actress, and they put shit on her face. That's mm -hmm. it. That, that's, that's the whole, oh, look how ugly she is. It's, what are you talking about? Yeah. She just looks plain. Well... And the comedy that they threw in this was kind of awkward at times. Like, uh, this, I don't think this was comedy until pretty much he punched a guy in the face. But the the ticket guy at a at the station where he was like, "Oh, you're 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 young looking girl" and all that stuff. Like he was making those creepy faces and stuff. Yeah, that was that was like some of the shittiest acting I've ever seen in a movie with a budget. Like, I mean, clearly this movie's budget wasn't huge because some of the sets are a little pathetic, but that's okay. That, I mean, they they had a budget and they they made a movie, and I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's a ton of passion in it, but passion shines through in a couple of places. But that guy's acting was so stupid. It seemed like a middle schooler trying to play that part because he like quivers his lip and stuff. Mm -hmm. it's, what a weirdo. Yeah, and um, the guy, uh, Clay, the father, uh, his actor is Michael Paré, I think. Um, he did an okay job. Like I was, he was a good main actor and stuff. Uh, there was a lot of like back plot that you were just trying to figure out, like Nell, the whore that he met before his wife, and the 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 random gunslinger that came out of nowhere and is like, do you remember yeah. that day? And then he shot him. That scene was dumb. It, it didn't have any setup. And it was only so that later they could be like, oh, you killed a guy. And I thought they were talking about the guy that he hung, the guy who was, who was running the whorehouse, the mm. brothel. But no, they're talking about the guy that he guns down that has nothing to do with nothing. I, I'm sure that when they were writing it, they were like, no, nah, he needs some reason to want to kill him. And then he went back and wrote just that scene. Yeah. I, I think it would have made a lot more sense if it was the Trace Atkins, uh, Ty Stover's uh, character. Yeah, that would have made perfect sense. Yeah, and um, by the way, Ty Stover is like old 
servant dude or like i guess right hand man he was funny as fuck but like he's felt so out of place on how he was talking he's like damn yeah i'll get him i'll get, he hurt my sweetheart and i'm like okay like why did this scene need to be in there is like he's trying to show that his whores are uh valuable because when you go to uh lavoy lavoy didn't give a fuck he's like you're gonna be fucking people and you're gonna be giving me money or you're gonna you're gonna get shot which yeah like everyone in this movie was trying to do a character no one was just acting except maybe chris christopherson he totally comes off as oh man i'm just really tired but i need a paycheck but everyone else is like doing an accent or doing like a a thing with their lip or they're acting strange or i mean i really they're actors that's what they do they act but I mean, some of them like go all in. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Chris, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. I fucking can't say names for shit. But anyway, the, Billy, the bartender, um, I felt like his lines were kind of stupid, but he he acted pretty well based off of the stupid lines. With the whole, uh, there's two types of wolves. You got the one that had anger. <laughs> I've heard that somewhere because when he said it, you know which one wins, and I was like, the one you feed. And then he says it, it's like, fuck, where have I heard that before? Is that just an idiom or something? Yeah, I think that's just a saying. And and I I remember hearing it from another Western. That's why I felt like this writer was like, man, I heard this from like maybe a Clint Eastwood movie, I think. And he's like, Is it? Wait. Was it in Big Jake? It might have been, actually. I fucking think it was. That's where we've heard it before. When you said that you'd heard it in a Western, I started thinking, what Western have I watched recently? It's our last episode. <laughs> I, got, I think that's what it's from. Because it's got, it's got not a dissimilar plot. It's someone going after their kid. Mm-hmm. They used to be a hotshot gunslinger, and now they've got to get their kid back. We didn't do this on purpose, either. Just anyone who's listening, but yeah, the two movies have a lot of similarities in there. Yeah, except yeah. one's good and one's not. <laughs> now, uh, now, like you said before, the like the set, the set was at times I was like, oh, you know, it looks like a western town, and and then another angle, like, oh man, is this on a fucking high school play? Like, yeah, Dodge City. Every once in a while, they would shoot it from like a high angle, like looking down, and it made the set look awful it made everything look like all the buildings were like five feet deep Mm -hmm. don't if you if you can't afford a large set that's fine but you can't shoot it so that we can see the end of your back lot that's that's dumb you gotta keep those low angles stay down in the street yeah and some people were out of accent by the way like the uh the poker dealer guy he felt so out of place i felt like he was like had a new york accent he's like what's your name there boy and like he's like oh i'm clay and all that so i'm looking for my i'm looking for young that that was an awkward scene by the way yeah that was that was one of the few things that i kind of liked is is where he finds the guy and he sits down to play poker with him because he doesn't want to just walk in and be like where's my daughter you son of a bitch he's like he's trying to get information out of him without people realizing he's trying to find her Mm-hmm. And then, just coincidentally, he gets caught cheating, and and uh, the other guy draws a gun on him. That scene, like, it was interesting. I didn't know what was going to happen, and I, it it interested me enough to be like, "Oh man, what's going to happen?" Yeah. And then, like, the whole when he when the dealer gets shot, and then he goes back to tie Stover, and he's like, you know, uh, this my daughter was with this guy. And he's like, well, why don't you ask that guy? And I'm like. I already did, but he's dead. And I'm like, it, I felt like there was another backstory with Ty Stover and that dealer that, like, maybe they were close or something like that, or they knew each other. And it just fell through. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm talking about. There's a lot of, like, plot threads in this movie that I feel like the screenwriter got bored with, or maybe in, you know, when it was getting translated the director decided, no, we're not doing this. We're going to change it. it, Was this written and directed by the same guy or no? I'm looking at that right now, actually. Uh, Writers is Mark Esslinger and the director is Timothy Woodward Jr. Mm. Uh, I looked that guy up, Timothy Woodward Woodward Jr. He has not 
directed anything else I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of producing, and it's a lot of B movies that he's produced. So apparently, he was an actor first as well. I could kind of tell that, and I feel like um, Trace Adkins might have had a. Uh, he just wanted to create a western movie, and he he paid you know the director and writer to make this movie because if you look at the traded uh, cover he's he's on the cover not the mm-hmm. main actor the main actor is in the foreground well then my background i mean at, at times did you think like the <laughs> is that bill paxton <laughs> like at his face a little bit oh no it didn't occur to me actually oh really no. At times, I was just like, is Bill Paxton in this movie? And I'm like, I keep on forgetting Bill Paxton died, like, I think 2015. Did he? This movie was 2016. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he could have filmed it before he died. Uh, And, like, the whole showdown kind of thing felt like they dropped the ball on, especially when, you know, Clay is, like, know behind the haystacks and then billy comes out and stopping bullets did that piss you off it pissed me off yes he hides behind a bunch of hay and you can see bullets hitting it and they they're stopped by hay bales and then billy comes out of nowhere and he just shoots the guy off the roof and then um he goes he he before that by the way like when when the ugly girl uh protects the daughter like did they was that pretty much telling that the you know the lavoy boys found them and just shot the ugly girl and took her back was that the whole thing that they were trying i mean obviously that's what happened but i didn't know know that i was confused by that too it's just like she was dead and then he fights a guy in a dark room and i could barely see his face and even when i did i couldn't remember which one it was Mm mm-hmm and plus, they were trying to make like the Lavoie sons be like stupid as hell, um, especially when they they torture him by putting the the rat under the the pot with the the hot rock and stuff. And he's like, "I learned it from Chinese people on how to torture people." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Didn't really <laughs> didn't really care about that. And I. I the only thing I thought that they did good with that is the sounds. The sounds was I was like, oh, that's kind of disgusting hearing a rat like claw and eat the skin and stuff. Yeah, that that was at least something I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. I'll give it. Um, but even like when like you you would think they would have a bigger fight with Lavoy. It was pretty much Lavoy by accident shoots his son. And then all of a sudden, um, which, by the way, they cut the camera, even though they showed blood and stuff, uh, when he puts the gun in his mouth, it does like a hard uh, cut on the camera and you just hear a gunshot. But the whole time, I thought the uh, the hooker, you know, the hooker that he shot, like her friend, I thought yeah. like she grabbed the gun and shot him because like... You heard her voice, and then you hear, you know, I'm going to put the gun in your mouth, and then it does the hard cut, and then you hear the gunshot. And I'm just like, did it come from another angle? I thought, Yeah, I feel I feel like when they shot this movie, they had a bunch of violence in it, and then in editing, they cut a bunch of it. Because when they're when they're doing the, the torture thing with the rat, there's in one, in one shot, I started to see there was, like, blood on the side of his stomach. Mm-hmm. But then that's it. They don't follow up on that, and you don't see that he's wounded later. And several times people get shot or something, and it cuts away like right at the end. I I've, maybe maybe their effects were bad and it didn't look good, so they decided to just cut them out. Or maybe maybe they were chasing a PG thirteen rating instead of R or something like that. Yeah, I don't think this made theaters. Uh, maybe select theaters. Maybe apparently it did. I was thinking that too. So all this has to be on direct DVD, whatever. But according to the internet, it had a theatrical. I don't really hearing about it. Maybe I, I think you're right. It's probably a thing. It was, it was probably like in Tennessee or somewhere in the south. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, Texas. Yeah. Kansas, for that matter, which is where this takes place, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But but the whole time, like, he, here's my feelings about the movie. Like, in the beginning, when I 
texted you on Facebook, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a long movie. But, like, at times, I was like, oh, this is kind of getting interesting in a way. Because you're learning about all these backplots that are happening. Like, the, they're starting to build up, but then they drop it. And then you're like, all right, next scene. Let's see what happens. And, like, it gets a little interesting, but it's just so bad that... Uh, you just you just shrug it off and all the 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 big actors you kind of forgive it in a way like chris chris coppers i fucking can't say his name uh <laughs> tom chris Dosswison, whatever uh tom's size more and all that them and and seeing martin cove be another dickhead in a movie it, it, like i i appreciated it it's like they tried to I think they tried to make this a, a, a good movie, and then the director kind of just like, I'm going to change a bunch of shit. And, um... Oh, and the mother, by the way. I fucking hated her. Like... Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to come back to this. I was going to talk about it earlier, but I didn't want to skip to the end or anything. Um, This movie has a happy ending, sort of. Like, he gets the daughter and brings her back, and they do that ridiculously stupid tease where you think the mother's going to hang herself and then she doesn't. Um, at the end, how is... I, I don't think that that family lived happily ever after because the mother clearly, you know, if you're playing it straight, the mother clearly had, like, problems. Like, she had severe depression after the kid died. She was suicidal. Uh, this is not a healthy woman. This it, Family life is still gonna suck. The, the daughter's part is gonna run around, run away again. But mm-hmm. well, what I really hated her, about her in the beginning was uh, she tries to blame herself, and yeah, you can kind of you can kind of use that plot point because she did send her uh, son off to go get the honey. Uh, who cares? That's dumb. That's stupid. But I thought what was gonna happen since she was you know getting. Because you saw it before she said, blame me, blame me, that she was distant with her daughter a little bit because she like the daughter tries to go uh, comfort her and she just, you know, runs away uh, angrily, kind of like angry at the daughter. And I thought they were going to go with a a storyline where the mom was mad that the daughter wanted to go to a dance. And that's why she sent the son to go get the honey so that they could all have a talk about not going to the dance and they kind of fell short on that and they just made the mom like a crazy depressed person and overprotective and then suicidal at one point because yeah she, she has no character growth she's just hysterical and irrational yeah and seeing that scene where she was about to hang herself like and then it's kind of at the end, it's like, oh, she didn't do it. <laughs> She's yeah, like, it's clear she didn't do it. Because if she was going to do that, they would save it for the end. of the- Like, they wouldn't, like, they cut to it in the middle of, like, the third act. And then cut back to the action. It's like, well, she's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And and he- like I said, it was dumb. It was stupid. It was underdeveloped. Just like everything else in this movie. <laughs> And even, it sounded like you were going to say at first that you liked it. Uh, I enjoyed it uh, to the point of me like paying attention to it. Because usually when I have a movie that really, really sucks and um, like Mo- remember that uh, Indian movie Mohawk that we watched? Was it Mohawk? The one where you know, the Native Americans and I forgot the movie's name. But anyway, the, when a movie is terrible, I usually skip around to see where, you know, the good parts are. Uh, or I at least, you know, try to stay with the uh, the movie, but be bored. This movie, I wasn't bored, but I did cringe a lot at the point of being like, oh, that was a bad scene. Especially where the guy comes out and he's like, your husband did this to my nose. He broke my nose. And then he he goes away. Like I was like, yeah. Oh. And then he just leaves. It's like, well, dude, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You're making this movie longer for no reason. Get away. <laughs> I thought he was gonna like, slap the 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 wife. I was like, do something that <laughs> besides yelling at her. Um, 
but uh, I, I did enjoy it, but I wouldn't recommend this film um, because I feel like the casual watcher would would be like, oh, this is a bad movie. I'd rather watch, you know, uh, an Oscar winning award like There Will Be Blood or something like that. But yeah, the, the, this this movie's um, biggest problem is that it, it it's middle of the road. Like obviously it's not great, but it's also not like hilariously bad. It's just like boring and blah. Mm-hmm. Is that your dog? <laughs> yeah, that's my dog. She hated it too. She had to watch it. She says I don't like that movie either. <laughs> she probably heard your dog barking, and now she says, "Where's the dog?" Yeah, my dog doesn't like to be quiet. Let's go back to sleep. She um, sleep. Yeah, because you probably heard my dog beating the fucking out of shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this this movie uh, it doesn't follow up on anything. It's boring. So don't follow up on watching it. Yeah, so we both don't recommend it. But if you had nothing to do, I guess maybe try to see. But there's other good ways. There's Western. better stuff on Netflix. Yes. There's way better stuff. There's better, there's better movies involving almost every single Mm-hmm. Now, Andy, we're getting into the holiday season. Uh, uh, Damn, Chris- I don't know the name of that movie. Hang on. You're going to ask me what we're watching next. And I-, I can tell you it's the Christmas movie on Netflix that stars Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. But I don't know what it's called. I think the Christmas think Chronicles. Christmas. Is it? Okay. I mean, anyway, if you go on Netflix, you're going to see Kurt Yeah, Ru- Christmas Chronicles. You're right. That's it. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to watch it, but I've been saving it because I knew I had to choose the first Christmas movie this year. And it shall be. And I'm fucking excited because when my pick comes around, I think either A, Christmas will be over or it will be a few days after Christmas. So um, I was hoping you would pick the Kurt Russell movie because I fucking want to see that movie so bad. (laughs) Uh, So remember, guys, to go on Netflix, watch the Christmas Chronicles, and then come back here and listen to our comments about it and maybe you have the same comments as us also comment in the uh, podbean or itunes be like yeah i watched that movie it was fucking great or awful or in the middle of the road um news real quick i mean jordan peele is doing a, a remake of Candyman. don't really care Wait, Jordan Peele. I you said it before, but I actually, uh, that's the Get Out guy, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Okay, oh, that makes me a little more interested. Because mm-hmm, Get Out was a good movie, but I before just before I heard you say blah 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 Candyman remake blah blah blah, and I was like, who the fuck cares? But I, I was listening <laughs> to the wrong nouns. Yeah, usually when we hear remake or like a superhero movie, we kind of go, eh, don't really yeah. care. Every time. Uh, the Aquaman tra- tra- uh, Aquaman trailer came out, and apparently that's good. I didn't really watch it because I don't care about DC movies. This is how this is how uh, uh, under the radar low on people's expectations. At movies. I, 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 you know, everyone I work with usually likes some superhero movies. Everyone does. I mean, everyone likes the Marvel movies and stuff. And it's something, no matter what clique you're part of or what your tastes are, you've probably seen a couple superhero movies. Well, at work the other day, someone was like, did you see that Aquaman movie? Is it out yet? I said, no, it's not out yet. And they were like, oh, it's not on DVD yet? Did you see it in theaters? I was like, no, it, it didn't even come to theaters yet. It's, it's not out. It hasn't come out yet. <laughs> and they were like, oh, I thought it had. It's just funny to me that they cared so little about this Aquaman movie that they were unaware as to whether or not it had even come out at all. And then I was like, but I'm not going to see it, so don't bother asking again. Yeah, and it just like, I know why they cast the guys like, oh, he's from uh, Game of Thrones. Like, he, he, that's the reason why they're gonna come see an Aquaman movie. If it I'll was, give it to him. he's a convincing. He looks great as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. If they got any other actor, and if they did the old Aquaman uh, costume and stuff, nobody would fucking watch it. People would be like, Aquaman. Who gives a fuck about Aquaman? And. I don't know. DC just needs to change up. Maybe it, maybe it might be a good movie. Maybe this might be one of the movies like Wonder Woman where it's like, oh, it's surprisingly good. And I hope so because I like when DC does good movies because they're a little bit uh, better than, um, in my opinion, 
Marvel a little bit. Not too much, though. <laughs> Marvel will always be the top dog. Um, but when DC does it right, I like their universe a little bit more when they do it right. Their universe is only good in movies when it's seen through someone else's... I'm trying to figure out how to, to phrase this, but um, what are the good DC movies? It's Tim Burton Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batman, and the old Superman movies, and they were all movies that like DC let the rights go on it and consulted on, but for the most part, movie studio and a director made those movies for them, and they all turned out really good. But now that all these execs at Warner Brothers want to be in charge of, of like the overall arcing, you know, all the money-making DC stuff, they've all been terrible. I, I, I think that's what, I think producers are really mm -hmm. Well, the companies need to just let the directors and writers do their thing and stop fucking uh, having, like, Warner Brothers interrupt it or try to edit it. Like, the whole uh, Fantastic Four, apparently, uh, the recent one, by the way, not, not the old one, apparently... It had a good like the ha first half of the movie was great, and then you could tell the, the last half was just fucking edited to the point of just not making sense anymore. Yeah, and you found out the the production company was putting their hands in it and making sure that you know they hit all their advertisement stuffs and bullshit that they did that they do. Yeah, we need more action. We need more explosions. We need mm -hmm. more. This character is testing well with test audiences, giving them more sneaks. Yeah, just let the directors do their fucking job. I want to know who's in test audiences. I want to know what short bus pulls up to a theater filled with idiots that is watching these movies and giving this feedback. Because, as far as I can tell, test audiences have never given this. Well, no, they, they, they probably get test audience that agrees with them. This kind of goes... Um, with like streamers and stuff like when they do review copies and they hand it out they're not handing it to the people that you know give them an honest opinion and usually the honest opinion means like oh your game is not that great but you know here's construct constructive criticism on how to fix it uh when they give out these review copies to the streamers and youtubers and also review sites they're they want feedback saying that this is a good game and I feel like the the production companies they find these test audience that go this is a great movie so that they could put it onto like an, a news article like all oh, the test audience uh, all said it was a fucking amazing movie and then the real audience goes in there like what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, <coughs> that's a lot of movies these days. Oh, yeah. Um, another trailer that came out. Um, which by the way. This is what I'm going to say. It's not a fucking live action movie, but the the Lion King movie. Uh, is it not live action? I no. thought that was the point. I haven't seen the trailer. No, I mean, what? it's all animals, right? So. Well, CGI. The, the whole movie CGI, so it's not technically live action. Oh, fair enough. But it's, it's supposed to have the same feel of live action. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. it feels like you're seeing, like, real animals, but they're all being wow. seen. So, yes and no. You're right, of course. Technically, you're right. But I, I get it. They want it to be like Maleficent and this Aladdin. Mm -hmm. They're trying to do like the Jungle Book thing. Yeah, yeah. Jungle Book as well. Yeah. Um, the, the scene they did is when Simba uh, is on Pride Rock when he gets raised by uh, the monkey guy. I forget his name. Rafiki. <laughs> yeah, Rikiki. There you go. Rafiki. Rafiki. And then uh, they do scene for scene, by the way. Like, they didn't do anything different. Uh, I think I that... I still don't get that. We were... This is something else, weirdly. I'm going back to stuff we were talking about at work. But someone described this trailer and they said, oh, it's just scene for scene. Then just watch the original. Like, I mean, how are they going to improve upon the original? Besides well, graphics. Well, I think because this is a teaser, I think there's going to be... Um, new things within the film i think they're gonna modernize like a lot of the songs uh which could go bad because you're gonna have the 90s kids that go you know that's not how hakuna matata sounded like because you could because i think uh childish gambino or donald glover uh and beyonce in this film 
they're going to have a little hip hop and kind of maybe rap into it. I think mm-hmm. I, I think if I think if they do that, it's going to turn off a lot of the 90s kids. But this movie is meant for like kids in this hip-hop generation. What? Hip hop was popular in the 90s. Seems like the same people would like it. It, a different type of hip hop. Like I think hip hop in like now is bad. Then you mean it, like popular rap? Yeah. Pop. Like they're not gonna have fucking mumble rap in Lion King, even though that would be pretty funny <laughs> if they had mumble rap in there. Um, my my feeling with this is like again with the whole superhero movies and recycling Hollywood movies and all that stuff. Like this movie didn't need to be made. The reason why it's being made is because they know it's gonna they're gonna get the nostalgia from the nineties kid to go take out their kids to go see this movie. They're gonna make that money. Yep. So this is definitely a cash grab. Uh I'm not saying it's gonna be a terrible movie, but it's just like I wish Disney would fucking come up with better ideas or new stuff that'd be like It'll probably be really, really good. I mean I I mean I hate to say because I agree with you completely. This money for this money. This movie is just just to grab it money and stuff like that, but I really like the Lion King. <laughs> the movie came out well, the perfect age to enjoy it, and it is, I think, the best movie from the Disney Renaissance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my favorite is Aladdin, but I think Lion King is the best. There's a difference between best and but yeah, yeah, it'll probably be really good. Yeah. Uh, I heard somebody say that this movie is going to make billions at, at box office, and I, I disagree. I mean, you're going to have the initial 90s kids go see the movie, and I think it's going to die out because uh, I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm pretty sure it's going to come out around, like, Star Wars season, I think. Oh, I saw I saw a Disney release schedule for, like, May, June, July, and they've got, like, a week and a half. Between Aladdin and this, and the two Marvel movies, uh-huh. it's crazy. They they got a ton on their plate. Yeah, so that th- that's a movie to look out for. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm going to see in theaters, but not the first week because I don't want to hear kids fucking screaming uh, in the movie theater. Or I'll probably go see a matinee where the kids are you know still sleeping, and I can see this in peace. Um, I don't want kids crying when Mufasa dies because I have to cry. I don't want anyone to see me. Yeah, I'll do that. That scene, if they do that scene with these like CGI, like almost real animals kind of looking thing, if they have the part where Simba's like using his head to nudge, uh, you know, Mustafa, I, I can't fucking speak today. Holy Mufasa, shit. Rafiki, Simba, yeah. Allah. Scar. How much mm. you can pronounce that one? Yes, yeah, Scar. It's my favorite. <laughs> He's my favorite fucking character. Uh, but that scene is gonna be fucking hard to watch in that setting. But um, oh yeah, apparently Mary Poppins came out. What? That Mary Poppins returns. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh well. Um. Yeah. Oh, and uh, that Monster Hunter movie with fucking... What's it? Mila Djokovic fucking... And her uh, husband directing the movie. It's like, oh, dear God. Stop making video game movies, please. Paul Anderson, right? Yeah. Why? Why are they doing this to us? Why do they have to ruin <laughs> our video games? W.S. Anderson, that's it. Yeah. I was trying. I, I kept wanting to say Paul Thomas, but I want to say that because his movies are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing a Monster Hunter movie, and there's like screenshots of uh, the people and stuff, and the, the monsters, and you're just like, "What the fuck is this? Like, stop doing this stuff, please." Monster Hunter's popular. They'll make a ton. Yeah, the, they'll have those casual be like, "Oh, Monster Hunter. I'll, I'll watch this movie." And give them a plot. Monster Hunter doesn't really have a plot, does it? I just pissed off a bunch of Monster Hunter fans. Um, usually their plot is uh, we're a civilization. We need to move because there's these monsters and shit. Because they keep on following us, and we have to kill them and tame them and eat them and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a Monster Hunter game. I just probably pissed off even more because I'm not accurate on that. 
But I think we'll end this uh, podcast because I have nothing to say and I'm fucking up uh, my words right now. Because uh, I have no more drink and my mouth is parched and needs needs some liquids to... I'm just going to stop there. (laughs) Christofferson. Yeah. I I still can't say that. I'm not going to fucking say it. (laughs) Um... Oh, I got affiliated on uh, Twitch finally, so I can, people could sub to my channel. Yeah, that's video game stuff. This is about movies. Yeah, I don't have a movie channel, so. <laughs> uh, and- oh yeah, uh, my my filmstruck. Um, my I'm calling it the filmstruck blitz retrospective. I don't know. That sounds too stupid. I, it, I'm calling it something. Uh, it's turning into a, a bigger project than I thought it would because I'm actually researching some stuff. But yeah, it's coming soon. Probably next episode I'll have some more solid like, oh, the first episode's out. Go find it at youtube.com slash whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's coming. I mentioned it a couple episodes ago. I just want to let everyone know. I, I haven't given up. Nice. Can't wait to can't wait to see it and can't wait to you know say uh, go to this channel and see what Andy did. Um, to follow our podcast, we're on Podbean, which is btiop.podbean.com. Uh, make sure to comment and rate us and follow us. And we're also on iTunes, and so make sure to review us so that people could see us and be like, hey, they watch fucking movies. And then we could all watch movies together and, you know, talk about it. Uh other than that, we are all, we are on YouTube. When I upload it through Podbean, it goes to my YouTube, which is Metal Gear Nemesis, just like my Twitch channel. And yeah, that's it. I think we'll end it here. Make sure to watch the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix and see us uh, the following week where we talk about it. Until next time, guys. Later on. Thanks for listening.